In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Well, after weeks or maybe even months of seemingly excessive heat, that was a rather pleasant weekend we just had. Got a lot of yard work done. Finished a few projects that I had started even months ago. Feels good to accomplish things, you know? But here we have a whole new week of, um, what am I trying to say? Work, right? <laughs> oh, dear. I, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but um, well, a gal that I was, uh, was on the uh, Athens City Arts, Parks, and Rec Board with me who you'd all know, but I won't mention her name this time anyway. Uh, her her email address was working for the weekend at something or other, right? Um, and that always stuck with me, working for the weekend. You know, here it is Monday, but I'm waiting for the weekend. Oh, well. Um, August 15th it is, folks. Today is National Relaxation Day. Now, I, I don't get that. You know, shouldn't relaxation day fall on a Saturday or a Sunday or something like that? Not on a work day. Um, well, anyway, National Relaxation Day is today. It's National Lemon Meringue Pe- um, Pie Day. And I like that. And it's National Leathercraft Day. Now, Scott, I wish I were a leather crafter. I have a pair of... um, Let's see, are you on mic two or three? Two. Okay, there you go. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, I had uh, some other things to attend to. Yeah. Um, I have a pair of moccasins, right? Um, They're actually called boat shoes. Oh, yeah. And. Were they always called boat shoes? Because I never remember that term. I always thought they were moccasins. Well, they're the Sperry Company. Or is that offensive now to say that? What, boat shoes? Moccasins. No. Okay, good. Anyway, um, the Sperry Company makes these, and I've worn them much of my life. But I have two that are broken, and they're beyond my repair, although they're not seriously broken. Now, didn't we all used to have a shoe store repair shop here in town? Yeah. And maybe one in the Plains, even. Yep. There was one on West Union called Moore's Shoe Repair. But they don't exist anymore. Oh, no. They haven't been there for years. 
Well, folks, and, if and you then, know of any place that um, offers shoe repair, I would be um, grateful to you. Yeah, to, call us. To, I, me too. To call us. And um, our number, of course, 592-6646. Now, you got to put a 740 in front of that anymore. Is that right? Yes. Okay. 740. And also, you can do it 888. So either 740 or 888, and it's the same last yeah. seven numbers. And the 888 is really meant for people calling long distance. Yeah, from a landline. Something like that. That's what the primary reason of that it's for. Sure. But yeah, there used to be that shoe repair on West Union, and I think you're right. There used to be one in the Plains. Yeah, because I took some shoes out there, mm-hmm. and then I there wasn't one around anywhere, so I ended up taking some to Lancaster. Was the uh, shop up there yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy told me what day <laughs> to come back up. Two weeks later, and he said. Uh, you'll need to come back a couple weeks longer after this. So he was backed up, obviously, okay. because, you know, lack of these places available. Now, we did have one open at, at the uh, market on State Street at one point, uh, right well, next to where JCPenney used to be, wasn't it? I thought so. I'm pretty sure they yeah. were. I don't know yeah, if they're still open or not. a store there in the corner. Yeah. And... Um, but I don't think they're there anymore. Yeah, I don't think they are either. So I, I guess the closest would be, unless we get a caller that calls in, lets us know, would be. Well, that's the whole point of yeah. this question. So if anybody knows of a nice shoe repair place, and I don't mean ultra complicated, at least the two moccasins that I have to be repaired are not seriously damaged. They just need to. You fixed a little bit. They just need a little attention. I'm yeah. going to Google right now, right now shoe re- okay. shoe repair near Athens. See what comes. Well, anyway, out National Leathercraft Day is also today, this August fifteenth. Um, let's see historical events. In the year 1461, but on this date. The Empire of Trebizond, Trebizond? Is this a name familiar to you? Uh, I, what's the spelling? It doesn't sound familiar. T-R-E-B-I-Z-O-N-D. No. Well, anyway, on this date, the Empire of Trebizond surrenders to forces of Sultan Mehmet II. They say the last Byzantine Empire remnant to fall. Emperor David exiled and later murdered. Hmm. In the year 1620 on this date, the Mayflower sets sail from Southampton, England, with 102 pilgrims aboard. In the year 1900, again on this date, the Boxer Rebellion in China, the Empress, her family, and court retainers flee while foreign troops move through Peking in an attempt to quell the the rebellion. 
sure I read that very well. I'll try to do better here. In 1947, India gains independence from Great Britain, remains a dominion until 1950. Okay, what's a dominion? A dominion? Yeah. Well, I would think you know, with the root word uh, D-O-M-I-N, dominance of a particular area or subject, but I'll look it up and yeah, we will just find out. Dominion. Um, let's see. Sovereignty or control the territory of a sovereign or government. So... Okay. An area, a government, a group, something like that. All right. Well, some, let's see. Some uh, synonyms are supremacy, dominance, domination, superiority. I think I get it. 1998 on this date, O-M-A-G-H. Omag? O-M-A-G-H. Okay. The Omag bombing in Northern Ireland. The worst terrorist incident in the Troubles. And the Troubles is capitalized. So it must have been known as the Troubles back then. Anyway, it killed 29 people and injured about 220. In 2021, the Afghan President uh, Ashraf Ghani flees the country as Taliban forces enter the capital of Kabul and take control. Okay, let's see here. Famous birthdays. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Actor, right? Yes. Celebrating his 50th birthday today. He is an American actor and filmmaker. His accolades include two Academy Awards, three Golden Globe Awards, and a Volpe Cup. A Volpe Cup? Yeah, what is that? I don't it know. says the principal award given to actors at the Venice Film Festival. Hmm. He began his career as a child when he starred in the PBS educational series, The Voyage of the Mimi. Okay. Yeah. have no idea what that was. His movies include uh, Deep Water in 2022, Gone Girl in 2014, and Justice League in uh, 2017. And uh, let's see if I see. see you know, I remember his name very clearly, but I do not remember any of those titles clearly. Goodwill Hunting. There, there's one. Uh, the Accountant. Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those. Armageddon. Yeah. Now, now we're in a bunch we knew. Yeah. Okay. Napoleon Bonaparte. Born on this date in 1769, he died in 1821. Most of you don't need too much more on him. We, he's pretty well known over the years. Yes, he uh, rose to prominence during the French Revolution and led several successful campaigns during the Revolutionary Wars. 
He was five feet six inches tall. Well, it gives me some uh, hope. <laughs> Something to shoot for, huh? Well, that would be another in. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> okay, Jennifer Lawrence celebrating her 32nd birthday today. Now, she's been in some shows we know. Jennifer Lawrence. She is an American actress. Well, Jennifer yeah. Schrader Lawrence. The world's highest paid actress. Wow. In 2015 and 2016, her films have grossed over $6 billion worldwide to date. She appeared in Time's 100 Most Influential People in the World list in 2013 and the Forbes Celebrity 100 list from 2013 to 2016. And some of her movies include The Hunger Games, from 2012, and from 2018, The Red Sparrow, 2016's Passengers, and uh, another of the Hunger Games series. Uh, let's see, she was also in Don't Look Up from 2021, and uh, what else here? Have you seen any of those? No. No, I haven't either. American Hustle, Joy, um, Mother from 2017. Well... There are one, Obviously, two, three, four, four listed Hunger Games series. Mm-hmm. So it uh, looks kind of sci-fi type movies. It occurs to me I need to watch more movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big sci-fi guy except for uh, the Back to the Future series. <laughs> Oscar Peterson, born on this date in uh, 1925. He died in 2007. Oscar Peterson. Oscar Peterson. His name is not O S C A R M E Y E R. Oscar. He was a Canadian. I was doing the Oscar Meyer Wiener. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. A Canadian virtuoso jazz pianist and composer. He released over 200 recordings, won seven Grammy Awards, as well as a Lifetime <coughs> excuse me, Achievement mm-hmm. Award from the Recording Academy, and received numerous other awards and honors. Before we go farther, we do have a caller standing by. I won't make them wait any longer. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Dave and Scott. Good, good morning. My wife told me, Dave, that you was trying to find a shoe store. Yes. Repair. Well, repair. There is a one called Bowman's Shoe Repair in Lancaster. It's on the, it's on the, the, uh, what, the east end of uh, of, uh Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's the one I went to. Bowman's? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I've, I've been to it before. Guy's guy was real nice. I had a tear in my bowling shoe, and he fixed it in, in like five minutes. It was done. Huh. Well, that's good to know. And, uh, again, the general location is where? It's on the east end of, of Lancaster. Um, sort of if, if uh, when you right go past where they have the uh, – um, I think it's Ohio Malt is the name of the company. Okay. If you turn and go down that street, uh, it's, it's in a little little white house on a corner. And it's B-O-W-M-A-N? Yes, Bowman's. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, that's – thank you. That's the one I was talking about, too. It's it's kind of like in a little – seems like it's in a little neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is in a house. 
And I did find another one close to Athens while we're back on that subject. Lay it on me. What's in actually in Athens there at the shops at Athens, the little strip mall there uh, uh, behind Steak and Shake there and uh, Duncan's or K Jewelers, I guess it is, where uh, Rent to Own is, the Dollar Tree, FedEx. Where, where is it? Is, there is it, it the shoe store there? Yeah, there's a shoe store there called uh, Shoe Department Encore. Yeah, I'm familiar with that, but I didn't know they did repairs. Well, when I Googled shoe repair stores near Athens, uh, Bowman's came up, the one in Lancaster, and this one in Athens. I'll be darned. Yeah, so maybe a phone call there to see if they do shoe repair. I tell you, our our sales department ought to uh, go after that a little bit. Well, why don't we, yes. Because uh, we're both curious, right? Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't know where it was until now. Okay. 743 East State Street. How about that? Bill? Yeah. And it's, I want to say it's near O'Reilly's Auto Parts there. Yeah, I think you're right. Somewhere in there, but. All right. We'll find out. We'll find out. And if we find out that's not true, we'll let you know. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Now, let's move on to famous death. Um, we have two to mention here, I think, or is there a third? No, two. Um, boy, this is, uh, chic. Jujibur, Jujibur, Mujibur, Raman. Okay. So the last name is R-A-H-M-A-N. He died on this date in 1975, but was born in 1922. Sheikh Mujibur, and I'm sure I'm not saying that right, Rahman. S-H-E-I-K? With an H on the end. H, and then... S-H-E-I-K-H. Got it. Here we go. Uh... Often shortened as Sheikh Mujib, or just Mujib, was a Bangladeshi politician, statesman, and founding father of Bangladesh, who served as the first president and later as the prime minister of Bangladesh from April 7, uh, 1971 until his assassination in August of 1975. Assassination. Yeah. What is he? He was 5'11". Um. Oh, in in height. Yes. <laughs> Where did you come? What's with your height today? I have no idea. Okay. It just happened. And the last person <laughs> to mention is that of Will Rogers. Ah, yes. Born in 1879, died on this date in 1935. Uh, we'll make this quick because we have a caller waiting. Yep. Uh, William Penn Adair Rogers was an American vaudeville performer, actor, and humor social commentator. He was born as a citizen of the Cherokee Nation and in the Indian Territory and is known for, uh, is known as Oklahoma's favorite son. All right. We do have a caller, as uh, Scott mentioned. Good morning. Oh, it, they gave up. They gave up. Okay, we'll close that. Feel free to redial, folks. 592-6646. In fact, here they are doing so now. Or this could be someone else, too. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> I was just curious if 
anyone else in the area is experiencing um, lack of service from their for Wi-Fi or internet service from Frontier. What part of We've the uh, what part of the this out route 56 is where we are. Okay. <clears throat> We've been out since Tuesday. Oh, really? Uh, well, we are went through the PUCO, which we find they do not regulate internet service, but they were very helpful and gave us um, <clears throat> how to get a hold of uh, management at Frontier. So we do have a call into them now. Yeah. So expecting uh, some, you know, some well, service technical support. Have, have you spoken to your them. neighbors? Are they out too? Well, their phones are working, but uh, we, that's what we don't know is whether we're the only Wi-Fi or the only Internet out. Okay. Do you know your neighbors much? Well, some. Could you, but, could you uh, ask? We, we, no. Well, we know there were others on Route 56 because okay. we would see that. Okay. would see that, but uh, we're just getting no response. That was our issue. Yeah, so sure. I was just curious if anybody else had had the same experience. That's well, let's see if anybody question. else uh, rings up, okay? Thank you so much. You bet. So uh, we're, what we're trying to figure out is if uh, others on Route 56 are experiencing problems with um, the, um, their Internet connection. All right, and and this has been going on, if I understood her right, for about a week. So uh, our number, 592-6646, okay, 592-6646. Do you have to put the um, 740 in front of it? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to know why too. I was trying to think is there any construction going on in the 56 area other than well even if there is it shouldn't be um, I mean if they've accidentally hit a line or something yeah um let's see here let me get uh, this going here good morning hey shoe shops yes um, there used to be one in Marietta I don't know if it's still there it's right on the main drag I can't tell you the name of it is it Carl's but it's like down is it that is it Carl's I don't know. I, okay. It's been so many years since I've been there, but it's like downstairs. Okay. You know, uh, you know how that there's that one place behind the Presbyterian Church. You go kind of in the basement. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those deals, but it's on the main drag. I'm sure if it's still in existence, anybody would know. And then I was going to tell you that was Mr. Moore that had the shop there on West Union, and he moved out to the plains because the rent got so high. Okay. But he's long gone. He passed many years ago, and they sold the equipment mm. and all that. But it's uh, it's hard to come by people that do that. And Mr. Moore, he was good because he, he would fix shoulder pads and shin guards and all kind of things, luggage, you name it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. So anyway, you might want to check Marietta. And as far as Parkersburg goes, I don't know. But that might be a good spot. Okay. Thank you. But uh, I I never heard of anybody doing any repair at that shop you said down there in the strip mall. Uh, I'm thinking, if anything, maybe they ship it out somewhere. Yeah, could be. Well, that'd be fine with me, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but if you want to take a, if that's still in existence over in Marietta, that might be a nice little day trip for you. <laughs> yeah, I need day trips. <laughs> 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 I don't have time to do everything I'm supposed to do. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, we want to we want to get you out of town any way possible, Dave. Well, the, and another interesting thing is there's string and fiber in our neighborhood down here. Now they're clearing out a bunch of limbs and brush and everything, but uh, frontier is so maybe there's maybe things are looking up for them. <laughs> okay. Is well, it, listen. Uh, thanks, John. Is it, hey, John? It could it be Cobbler Johns? Is Might that, be. Uh, that I I see one listed in Marietta. Yeah, and the guy wasn't all that old, so I'm thinking he might well be in business. And if it's Cobbler John, you would think I'd remember that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if his name's John, you gotta wonder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, honest, John. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank okay, you. Okay, thank you. See you, John. Bye, bye. Um, yeah, I found Saturday, that. One. I think Saturday night he Marietta. and I, he and I had dinner together. Oh, cool. And then there's one in. Parkersburg called Haddad's Shoe Services, H-A-D-D-A-D-S, wow. Shoe Services. Okay. And uh, this is pretty cool. We're getting, you know, some suggestions in and find this too. Do I have another number? Oh, no, no. They just gave up. Okay. Oh. That's all right. Okay. Um, so you could take a road trip to either Peaburg or Marietta for these one of these places. I'm still anxious to know. Well, not and anxious. I like curious. Yeah, I'm curious to know about the place at the uh, strip mall down there by O'Reilly's and FedEx if it's still yeah. there. Joanne and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's uh, let's turn our attention to the news. Some. Um, Rusty to recover. They say the author, Salman Rushdie, will recover after being stabbed at a speaking event in New York State last Friday. The suspected assailant, 24-year-old Hadi Matar of New Jersey, pleaded not guilty to attempted murder and assault on Saturday. Though police have not commented on Matar's motive, Rushdie has been the subject of death threats since the 1988 publication of the Satanic Verses, a novel some segments of Islam viewed as blasphemous for its satirical treatment of the Prophet Muhammad. Well, the backlash culminated in the 1989 issuance of Fatwa, F-A-T-W-A, which is a ruling, another word for a ruling, by the then Supreme Leader of Iran, calling for the death of the author. The Fatwa led to assaults on several translators of the book as well as to the bookshops selling it while forcing Rushdie to go into hiding for years. The 75-year-old Indian-born British-American novelist suffered 10 stab wounds in his neck, chest, and arm, thigh, and eye, which he's expected to lose, that particular eye,
ten stab wounds. Hmm. And yet he survives. Oh, let's see here. There's a gridlock in Iraq. Its high court yesterday ruled it had no authority to dissolve the country's parliament, the latest in a nearly year-long political crisis that has gripped that country. The decision comes weeks after followers at Makadara al-Sadar, one of the country's most influential Shiite clerics, stormed Iraq's legislative body to intervene over the course of multiple days. Iraq's political factions have been locked in a battle since October elections. Which, uh, which saw al-Sadar's coalition take 167 of the 329 seats in parliament. Despite gaining an absolute majority, the bloc fell short of the two-thirds needed to select a president. So officials worry the impasse will spill over into potentially violent protests in the coming weeks. Separately, yesterday marked 10 years since the journalist Austin Tice was taken hostage in Syria, the longest-held journalist in U.S. history. Reports suggest that Tice is still alive, being held by a government group. Actress Anne Hesch was taken off life support yesterday, almost a week after a car crash in Los Angeles left her in a coma and ultimately resulted in her, her being declared um, as brain dead. Hesh was a designated, uh, I'm sorry, Hesh was designated as an organ donor. The decision was made after a transplant recipient had been identified. Anne Hesh, 53 years old, best known for her roles in Six Days, Seven Nights, Donnie Brasco, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and more. Those are all titles of shows, movies. Hesh publicly dated um, comedian and talk show host Ellen DeGeneres from 1997 to 2000. During a time when her high-profile same-sex relationships were relatively uncommon, City officials initially investigated Hesh for driving under the influence and a hit-and-run immediately following the crash, but said over the weekend they would cease that probe. What else is going on here? 
guess that's enough on that particular report. Um, how about the New York Times? Um, the opening says, good morning. Good morning. Employers have a new tool in the struggle with employees over workplace power. Constant monitoring. We see you in the back and forth over workplace power. American employers have been getting the better of employees for the past few decades. Companies have been getting better, giving them greater ability to set prices and wages. Labor unions have been shrinking, leaving workers with less ability to negotiate for raises. And court rulings, especially from the Supreme Court, have tended to side with companies over workers or regulators. You can see these trends in the macroeconomic data the share of the economy's output that flows to corporate profits has almost doubled since the mid-1970s, while the share flowing to workers' compensation has fallen. Well, as you may realize, stock prices and family incomes tracked each other somewhat closely in the decades after World War II, but no longer do. The New York Times has just published a story that examines the latest manifestation of companies having upper hand, companies having the upper hand on workers. And its result is a, based on a rough a month-long investigation that the Times has done. It descri describes the technology of employee monitoring that often has a big brother quality, tracking workers' keystrokes and more. Well, it's, um, you know, with the work-at-home requirements, I think there would be a certain natural tendency. I guess being an employer myself, you know, you wonder how much are they doing, those that are working from home? Are they being as diligent or thorough or active as they were when they had to come into the office? It's, it's a difficult thing. And what is this all, you know, this has all been COVID-based. That's what it all started, isn't it? I, I would say so. Oh, yeah, I would say that was the driving force behind it, yes. 
We have new word of this morning of yet another vaccine that some company has produced that is supposed to be among the best so far. I don't have that story directly in front of me, but I did hear of it. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if you heard uh, Dr. Gastaldo with uh, Kim and Ruth last Wednesday, but uh, he had an interesting show about vaccines, the new vaccine coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, my question to him was if we are due for a second booster shot, should we get it or should we wait, you know, until the new vaccine well, comes out? Wait a minute. <coughs> so you've only had one booster shot? No, I've got, I got the second one. Okay. I'm, I, I had mine months ago. Okay. Let me see. Let me get my little card. However, I was due for one in uh, the month of August, so I just went ahead and got it. Is that the third? No, that's the fourth. I had two vaccines and two boosters, so that was the fourth. However, Dr. Gastaldo, who is a a leading uh, infectious disease specialist, uh, said, go ahead and get the second boost and don't wait. And I said, okay, is it okay to go ahead and get the new vaccine when it comes out. And he said, absolutely. So go ahead and do the second boost. And then if the new vaccine comes out, you know, in September, go ahead and get that too. He said, it'll be fine to do that. I'm getting confused. Okay, so I had my first dose February 18th of last year. I I think you've done two and two. Yes, but I am hearing of a third now. And I don't know if they call it a booster or just a... The fact they call it a third makes me say it's um, a booster. But I haven't found anyone that could clearly tell me go here or there to do it. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's available yet. Now, the two the two vac- early vaccinations you had before the boost, that was vaccination number one yes. and vaccination number two. Right. Then and you had a booster. Yes, and my guess is this is vaccination number three. So you've done one, two, and now three may be coming available soon. And then two boosters in yeah. between. Yeah. Outside. I see. Yeah, or after the two vaccines. It, well, yes, two Two boosts in between number three. Yes. I get it. <clears throat> well, a former daughter-in-law is, um, I think I've mentioned this before, is kind of the head person for Johnson & Johnson on this. Uh, yeah, they. Ha- I don't know if I'd mention but, that uh, too far. They haven't had a real good track record yeah. with their vaccine. Well, um I noticed just now on my card that all of mine thus far have been Pfizer. All of mine have been Moderna. Okay. So, you know, it's a matter of choice. Do you research? Not really. See which one? It's just a matter of... Well, you can tell them which one you you want. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, they ask you which one you prefer. When I handed my card to the officials at the health center... They saw that I had had Moderna, and they said, would you like to continue with Moderna, or would you prefer something else? Mm. I said, no, let's continue with Moderna. 
Well, anyway, this whole working at home thing, um, I think uh, many pro many companies, including our little company, hopes that fades away. It's so nice to have your staff present and engaged with one another and sharing, you know, good things, bad things, and learning from them. And we, we have not experienced a great deal of that during this, this era, right? All right. Well, what about sports-wise? Anything to, uh, to bring up? Joey's back. Okay, so he's healed again? Yes, he's back practicing with the Bengals again and they uh they they lost friday night but well you can sure see a big difference without joe in their quarterbacking as for obvious reasons so uh, they'll they'll be doing another preseason scrimmage uh coming up i believe it's this friday again and then they will open with the pittsburgh stillers as they say in pittsburgh stillers it's the stillers but why, we, why I say Steelers. That? That's just the the Pittsburghese. I've had, I have friends from Pittsburgh, and that's what they always called it. Base. I played with baseball with the guys from Pittsburgh. It was always that. Okay. We say the Steelers, or at least I do. So the Bengals open with the Steelers on September 11th at Paul Brown Stadium. That's a big game to open already. College football is coming up with the both the Ohio State Buckeyes and Bobcats opening on the uh, Labor Day weekend. And uh, the Buckeyes have a big game to start off. Very first game of the year, they, they will be hosting Notre Dame at the Horseshoe. Oh, my. And uh, I was reading a poll that uh, the odds makers are making Ohio State double digits favorites in every game this year that they play. Not just one or two. Every game, which means... They're predicting, <clears throat> excuse me, that Ohio State will win every game by 10 points or more. We shall see. So with that, uh, Bobcats are starting up too. Uh, fall practice is so uh, we got a game in three weeks, right? Yeah, Labor Day weekend. Not sure if it's a Friday or Saturday game, but uh, I'll look here in a, in a second. But uh, – Reds, uh, let's see, they had a tough weekend. You know, I have had four tickets up in the, not the president's box, but that section up there. Um, right now there's just one of me. But, uh, you know, I'll start inviting friends, I guess. Well, yeah, your your Wednesday night wine sampling group. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, your yeah, yeah. dinner. Well, they have their own tickets. Dinner companions, things things like that. You've got options, man. Okay. You, you can do it. I know you can. i got to squeeze this last bit in here. <laughs> okay. we got about two and a half minutes. I came across a report this morning, and we have reports every day that I could bring in, but this one's entitled 2022's Best States to Live In. So it's not like best places to buy a toothbrush. 
I mean, this is more important than some of those reports. Best states to actually live in. Deciding on a place to call home can be a, a tough process. You need to balance things like cost of living with job opportunities, quality of education, and safety. Personal preference also comes into the equation as you'll want to live somewhere with the types of attractions, recreational opportunities, and weather that suits you. Luckily, of course, we have 50 states to choose from, from frigid Alaska to sunny Florida. Each has its own benefits and drawbacks. So we're not going to get through this full report, but let me just hit the highlights, and maybe we'll get into this in further detail on another occasion. Let me reach down here and turn that off. Okay, now. So the top state to live in overall, will they consider affordability, the economy, education and health, quality of life, and safety? What would you think the safest state to live in is? Oh, boy. Safest state? I'm going to say... Uh, not safest. Let's just go best state. Best state. Okay. I'll go uh, Arizona. Wow. Nope. Arizona comes in 38th. Wow. Let's see if I can do any better. North Dakota. Um, you didn't do much better. <laughs> um, let's see here. North Dakota. It comes in 18th. Okay, so no more testing. Here we go. The number one state to live in they say is Massachusetts number two New Jersey I think that's interesting yeah number three New York four Idaho five Virginia I do like Virginia let me look at my clock see where we are we're out of time yes okay we'll do more on this tomorrow in our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. For the first time ever, a country has approved a vaccine that targets not just the original COVID strain, but the Omicron variant as well. That country is Britain. Moderna's UK medical director, Philip Cruz. Looking at our previous studies with a different strain, this is with the beta strain, uh, and we don't have any reason to believe otherwise, the antibody response has been maintained six months throughout. He says human trials show the new two-in-one vaccine gives as much protection against Omicron as the first shot did against the original COVID strain. There are calls from both sides of the aisle for more information about what the FBI took from former President Trump's estate in Palm Beach. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has an update. As Republicans ask for a private